Hey, this is Lucky. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Episode 53. Wow. Grim Podcast Apparel's Adventure. Welcome. Welcome. Huzzah. Huzzah. Cool. Are you sick? No, what? You sound sick. I don't, okay. Okay. Are you drunk? <laughs> no, not that either. Did you take NyQuil? What? Even though you're not sick? I don't understand. Do you have the itching pox? No, oh. Bruno does. Oh, yes. and so does Carl. Do you have a little Well, in three days he will. Do you have the galloping trots? No, I wouldn't be recording if I had that. Ah, do you have the frisky biscuits? <laughs> You're just making stuff up now. No, no that's he, a very serious condition. He's got the frisky biscuits. He's got the. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> what is happening? I, I'm not so sure about that one. <laughs> we have gotten praise for uh, people's use of innuendo on this show. In her endo. Boom. That's what she said. Make it sound like Bruno said it. Bruno. <laughs> I don't have that power. Okay. <laughs> that kid's, yeah. How often JB asked me to edit things to make him sound smarter? Yeah. I wasn't going to say that, but that is his words. Yeah. Yeah. All the yep. time. I think you said that last night in the Discord thing. Uh, that's because I put the wrong things in the wrong chat and I wanted you to edit the chat. Oh, yeah. To put you it in the that. right chat. You can edit your posts. Oh, you can edit. And I thought three. that was Dan's job. No, that's what we're paying him for. Only audio. I think it is Dan's job, though. Right. Even though I don't have that power on Discord, I don't think. Isn't that not like- with that attitude? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we left the gang off at the signal tower, as it is known, along the Reich. You met some dwarves, found out they're in a little bit of trouble. They offered you uh, they offered you a job to help repair the tower, uh, but you all decided you don't want to do any manual labor and make money that way. They said, well, if you solve this problem for us so dwarves don't keep going missing, we'll pay you five gold. There's a review. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to do that. I, f- I totally forgot all of our uh, beginning of episode. Yeah, I was and stuff. going to say, like. I don't know if you want to cut this and put this right like, at the beginning. We've only no. been recording for three minutes and you want to get right into it. Like, <laughs> I don't know if three minutes is accurate. <laughs> ten. The actual show, though. Oh, like, yeah. The file is ten minutes. But right. That's because Yeah. So that's the face I made earlier. It's just it's not of my own volition. Doing your Godzilla impression there. Yes. All right. So we've got a five star review from Envy Gimbal. 
Oh, that name's uh, hot. Yeah, right? A grim podcast of Perilous Adventure. It says, The Enemy Within for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay is one of the all-time great RPG campaigns. If you can't get to play it yourself, then this is the next best thing. The players are clearly having a lot of fun, and their firm friendship really makes this playthrough shine. Aw, thanks. 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 We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> you four might be friends. We got The four of us have a firm friendship. Yes. Right. Against Dan. <laughs> We've bonded. I've seen a bunch of things about how playing RPGs shouldn't be the players versus the GM. It should be like a collective storytelling experience. That's not how this one has gone. <laughs> Why are you so against yeah. us? Yeah, that's not been our experience thus far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assume like the last episode of this podcast, we're going to defeat Dan literally. <laughs> <laughs> literally, yes. Yes. We no longer uh, have feet. We almost did that one time. Uh, I can't remember if I've told the story on this podcast where we were playing uh, WFRP second edition with the Tomb of the Lich Lord. Yes. Yeah, you've told this story. The Lure of the Lich Lord. I just want to double check I had that name right because I didn't. I did tell that story where at the end we were going to have we were going to play out the, the conclusion of the campaign by playing Warhammer Fantasy Battles with Tomb Kings versus Empire. Maybe you didn't tell that story. So it seems kind of similar. That's cool story. And if you guys just want to fight, I'll fight. <laughs> Settle in and smash. <laughs> but Tim is our champion. All right. I elect him to take Dan and smash. Probably, and I yeah. elect him to beat you with every character. I don't know like, if that would happen. Yeah. I, you, you'd get a couple in there, I'm sure. Yeah. We have a play couple more reviews. eventually. Uh, for, so go along with the reading of the reviews and talk about a couple of promotions we have going on at the moment for... Five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, first up, once we get to 50 five-star reviews, we are going to start creating some free, uh, more free bonus content on our YouTube page where we'll be doing some you know, one-shots or smaller adventures um, just to, to say uh, thanks for helping promote the show that way. Uh, Tim, you want to talk about what else we're doing for five-star reviews uh, in May? Yeah, so during the month of May uh, for Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, we will. there's a handful of us that will all be donating $5 each uh, to the AFSP, which is the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. They do a lot of awesome good work to uh, promote awareness on mental health and also survivors and uh, of uh, suicide. So there is a handful of us doing that and we've even picked up uh dagna off of the discord yeah so i think yep. currently we're at 40 dollars um per review left for any of the shows uh, on the professional casual network um oh, wow for the month of may and we'll even um we're gonna give it kind of a trail because sometimes it takes a little bit for the reviews to show up yeah so probably mid-june or late june we'll we'll have that final tally and we'll make that donation but awesome. you can check them out, AFSP, uh, in the show notes or at AFSP.com. That's awesome. Really great. Yeah. Uh, I love that awesome. the network does good stuff. Right. I love that we do, like when we donated toys to kids <clears throat> around Christmas time, like that was freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not all us asking you to go to patreon.com slash professional casual and become a patron. But you could do that, too, if you want. That's just part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if any of our existing patrons want to uh, jump on this cause bandwagon, hit us up. Let us know. Absolutely. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't wait to donate that. Can't wait to see those reviews. Um, share them and have them work towards a couple different goals. Yeah. Double dip in reviews. Maybe triple dip in, really, because leaving a review is already helpful. Yep. Yep. A lot. And they'll get that bonus content and we'll donate to a good cause. 
So you're saying you're going to get that donor boner. The donor boner. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be my suggestion for the cake sitters for the tattoo that Chuck should get <laughs> when we get all the cake sitter tears filled for a year. <laughs> I believe you'd have to become a cake sitter or be a patron at the cake sitter tier too. Worth it. To make that suggestion. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's worth it to me. <laughs> and Chuck doesn't listen to this, so he'll never know it was me. True. He told me once he listens to it on He Leets for a few episodes, then he binges a bunch at once. But alrighty, so you guys are on the boat. Night time is falling. It's not quite night yet. As you got here, the sun was beginning to set. Uh, but you got six dwarves on your deck. Hot. There, I think there's a bird in the cabin. Two. There's two nest. now? I've yeah. forgotten. It's yeah. the crow's nest, Dan. Duh. Mm-hmm. Two birds in the crow's nest. One in the bush. <laughs> Just like we like it. Uh, and you decided not to keep watch amongst yourselves because the watch always who disappears. Correct. Yep. Are we going to keep watch of the watch, though? Right. That's right. Carl had, that had brought up that point. Who was going to watch the watch people? Not me. I can summon another bird. That would be super helpful. Mm-hmm. Watch bird. Yep. yep. Like a canary. Yes. We're not in a mine, though. But the same idea. If the bird dies. <laughs> oh, that's true. I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to be the one to keep watch. Like, what if it's like a spooky ghost or something? Mm. That is a good point. Could be a very spooky ghost. Poltergeist. I could shoot it. I do not think you can shoot ghosts. No, you can. I, I, have you have you tried to shoot a ghost before? I no, I haven't seen a ghost before. You have never seen ghost? No. You're a lucky man. Have you seen ghosts? I have seen a ghost, yes. Oh. Well. I have never shot at her because you try to harm the ghost. The ghost will just harm you more. Uh-huh. So you leave the ghost offerings. Everybody knows. It was a lady ghost? Yes. Did you know who the ghost was of? The lady of the lake, yes. You have lake ladies? Yes, one of the founders of Seastat. The oh. lake lady. Okay. Yes. No, sorry. It is, um, you know, uh, uh, what would you say? Uh, like a childhood tale told before bedtime. Yeah. Right. It, where, you know, you'd be nice. So you've met like a famous ghost? Yes. She's super famous. Incredibly so. And you are super nice to lake lady and you leave her offerings. And if you do not, she'll snatch you from your bed. Oh, that part makes sense. Okay. Yes. And if you do not leave good enough offering, she snatch you from your bed. So you have to leave, you know, the best of the best. What what does the Lady of the Lake like to receive as gifts? Um, dried fruits. She really likes the dried, uh, the special from like Southlands area. Very expensive. She has very expensive taste. Ah. Um, and it varies from family to family. For example, like in my family, she liked um the the dried fruits, and she liked uh, uh every now and then uh, my father would say, oh, we should leave her a sandwich this year instead. And so you leave her the sandwich. Um, and my neighbors, she really liked uh, sweet bread with a, um, the cinnamon in it. Oh, um, a cinnamon roll. Yes. Yes. You have other families, they prefer to leave uh, like small carved trinkets, depending. Yeah. I'm 
Bruno, I don't know if this I have ever felt like living in Altdorf was simple living, but see, see, that sounds wild. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you've traveled far and wide as I have, all right, you see a lot of things, you know, a lot of different customs. Um, That does sound out there, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was never snatched from bed, so she must have always been happy. With my offering, at least. So I will happily uh, take part of the watch to watch the watch. Wait. Okay. So is your watch watching of the watch going to be from the crow's nest? Yes, I think that is safe. The cabin crow's nest, not the actual crow's nest. No, the actual crow's nest. If I stay up for the watch, they will never sleep. I want to be considerate compatriot. Are you going to be like screaming the entire time you're watching? (laughs) Wait, I'm still confused. Where are you doing the watch from? At the crow's nest. Up high. Okay, the the actual crow's nest. The literal crow's nest, not the, well, no, the cabin is the literal crow's nest because it has crows now. This is the figurative crow's nest. It has a crow and a pigeon, first off. And it's about to have a duck. Um, (laughs) No, not a duck. (laughs) One time when I was little, I had two ducks. Really? I did. My aunt bought them for me before we moved to Colorado, so I just had to give them to her to raise Oh. She had like a little like poultry farm thing, and I didn't want to forget their names. So when I named them, I named them both Danny. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so Danny and Danny, and they would follow me around. It was really cute. That is super I was cool. Like six. Yeah. Um, can we shut all the windows in, in the crow's nest so I can do this? Uh, you know, without doors looking. There aren't any windows in the crow's nest. It's just like a railing around in a circle. In my crow's nest. Yeah, you can shut all the windows. All right. Are, is there a door that needs to also be closed? There's a door, yeah. Okay, that will also be shut. Is this so? Is this after Mina's gone up to the... No, not necessarily. The other crow's nest? Should, are there any portholes? Yeah. Are there any missing, you know, walls? Whatever, whatever thing is going to be open <laughs> so that they see me, I close it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I did forget that uh, some time has passed since the dwarves got on the ship because Mina was teaching them the card game. Was like, oh, yeah. Philippe. Yeah, we were having fun. You said it was called Aaron Tree. So we'll, we'll say like the sun is, is, is well past time the sun is set. So like oh. it's you could bed down whenever. But yeah, you were trying to summon a duck now? Yes. Okay. Four degrees of success. That's a damn good duck. It's a oh, damn good duck. At what range do you want to summon this duck? Uh, Right in my hands because <laughs> that's how the spell works. When I reach into a bag or my pocket or behind Mina's ear, I can pull out a duck. That's crazy. Well, from with four degrees of success, I thought you said you could summon them with a with a greater range. I, I could, or I could summon them at multiple targets, I guess. Or <laughs> <laughs> so you have a duck now. What does this duck look like? Uh, he is a duck. Uh, a mallard. A mallard. A mallard. So it's like that brown with a green head and that white ring around its neck. Yes. And a yellow bill. Hmm. Anything I summon, if it can have a ring around its neck, that's what I would prefer to do. <laughs> Takes after its daddy. Matchy, matchy. Because he still wears that noose like a necklace, right? Not as a necklace, but it's it's certainly on my person at all times. You have to. Yeah. I think try to oh, kill him you, twice. I thought you kept it around your neck. Oh, no, 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 no. That would be. That's dark. Uh, yeah. Morose. We probably had this conversation like 15 episodes ago and I just forgot. Probably. That's, That's grim. Fair. That sounds like me. And perilous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walking around with a noose around your neck. Like what? He's a death wizard. It makes perfect sense. <sighs> Cringe. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of those. Oh, jeez. Wow. I will try to cuddle this duck as I go to sleep. 
it quacks Aww. a lot. Aw. Oh. Sweet. Shut that duck up. <laughs> Why? It's keeping us up. It's an alert duck. <laughs> what the duck is going yeah. on down there? Yeah, I don't know if it's such a good idea to make a new bird right before bed. <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> but do, ducks sleep at night, so it's fine. N- n- you didn't. You didn't make the duck. Like, no, I don't. I mean, I'm not a duck expert, but like, they come from somewhere. Yes, it did come from somewhere. I don't really know where that is, <laughs> but it came, thought, it came from there. I thought. I thought you went to like Magic College. I figured they would tell you where the duck comes from. Oh, that is at. Uh, that is uh, something they tell me later. They've told me where canaries come from and where doves come from and where doves cry, but not where ducks come from. That's the life school of magic. It is the life school of magic that uh, tells us where it comes from. Because uh, summoning animals is not a particular death college spell. It's it's you know, it's every, anyone can do it. It's, anybody can do it. Well, yeah, if you try hard enough. I, I could teach Carl, if you want to summon Carl. Ducks. Carl's just going to like hold his hands in front of him and like kind of hold his breath focus a lot to see if he can make an animal show up. <laughs> because, I have, because I have instinctive diction. No, Carl, you need to say these words. Repeat after me. Okay. Cluck, cluck. Let's summon a duck. <laughs> do you try, do you now, try to summon now, a duck or another animal to make Carl think he did it or... I would now, like, now, Lucky, I did not hear these words when you made this first duck show up. Well, I'm saying it slower. I said it very fast. I did say a bunch of stuff. I was speaking magic. Um, it may have just been hard for you to understand. So I was just speeding it up a little bit or slowing it down a little bit. Okay. So just say those words again and then summon all your hate and put it into your hands and a duck will come out. Oh, hold on. All of my hate? Yes. <laughs> it's a hate duck. No, I, that that sounds like I'm going to make an evil duck. And no, I'd... no. The, the hate is like a fuel. Um, it's how you get rid of your hate. You collect a bunch of hate and then you release it into the world. I no. I think that I'm going to make a hateful duck. No, once again, we don't make the duck. We just take the duck from where it currently is. You need to write down so, hateful duck. It's a possible episode title. <laughs> uh, so if the duck, so if we're not making the duck, then that means that we're stealing someone else's duck. It could potentially be someone else's boy. duck. Um but oh boy. my understanding is that if you are ignorant of the possession of the duck, when the duck comes here, we're not like keeping it forever. It could go home if they've trained the duck well and it did belong to somebody. Um, they should have trained it better to be able to fly back to where it is. But this duck is a cuddle duck. So obviously he was not treated very well at his home and we may have saved him from uh, a life of uh, abuse. This is pretty complicated. It makes sense that you would learn about this in college. <laughs> That's that's why I'm educated. Oh, my God. Well, I'm going to I'm going to think about this. I I feel like I need to learn more about the ethics of magic uh, before I start stealing ducks from strangers. Once again, it's not unequivocally a stolen duck. 
I just don't they, please don't assume that the birds that I have summoned uh, have all been property. Uh, ducks are are living things that uh, should be uncaged unless I'm trying to be their friend and then we can cage them in the crow's nest temporarily. They could have also yeah, been the sewers, the ducks. Could have been a sewer duck. I don't know. I th- I think that I think you may be some kind of bird thief. I I really don't appreciate the candor. Once once again, we are. Uh, there's no uh, way to uh, confirm whether these are stolen ducks or not. Well, I'm going. I'm going to overlook these ducks. Maybe let's keep it. Let's keep it at a small number of birds, especially before bed. I, I I'm fine with that. I'm actually. I think three. Three birds is pretty good. We kind of have an all-terrain bird. We have, uh, you know, a dark bird for for night messages. And then we have, um, you know, the third one. <laughs> the city bird. The city bird. Yeah. Which one is the third one? The pigeon or the duck? The duck yeah. is all-terrain yeah. bird, Dan. Ducks are all-terrain. Oh, okay. That makes Air, sense. Air, water, a- yeah. land. ATDs. All-terrain ducks? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay. So I understand wow. Carl's argument as far as ducks, because ducks can be, like, domesticated and, and kept, but... How does he feel about like the pigeon and the crow, which are probably just wild birds? Is that bird theft, bird abduction, bird napping? No, I mean, I think that Carl is open to the idea that any type of bird can be owned. Okay. I'm sure people raising pigeons and whatnot is a popular pastime in Altdorf, especially among the nobility, breeding pigeons and getting different looks of pigeons. So when we were in Altdorf, we could have seen a baby pigeon. No one's ever seen a baby pigeon. Probably. They usually live on top of the buildings and things, though. No, they're, they're robots, Dan. I, and Warhammer. Yeah, not yet. Reagan hasn't been president yet. Right. Gotcha. Um, but, <laughs> I, you know, Carl, I will say I haven't necessarily thought mm. about the ownership of the things that I summoned before. And that is certainly kind of something to maybe reflect on. Uh, and, and perhaps in the future, maybe I'll make sure that whatever we're summoning uh, is really needed because it, it could take it away from someone that needs it. It yes, and, and I don't know. Maybe we can just get some birds the regular way and not use magic. But that costs money, Carl. No, it, it's like just you could get them from nature. Oh, all right. No, that's fair. So now you can just like set a really horrible trap and then summon a bird and be like, "Look, I caught it." <laughs> You just take your rope and put it out on the ground and be like, I caught it in a snare. I mean, I think that's how the magic works. I think I could just do that. Yeah. Wow. I'm a natural. <laughs> my mom, my dad will be so proud of me. Anyway, this has been a lot of foul talk, so I'm I'm ready for bed. <laughs> it's definitely turned into a cluster duck. Yes, kind of. Is Mina going right on watch now or are you waiting? Are you going to sleep for a while and go later? I'll probably sleep for a while and then go later. I would assume. Okay. And no one else is going to be doing watch, correct? Nope. Is anybody uh, down wounds? I don't think so. No. It's been Mm-mm. it's been a few. It's been I a am. while. Are you really? I don't know from what. So you can make your average endurance check. Uh, Mina. Mm, yes. You can head up to the crow's nest. Cool. Partway through the night. Uh, you see the dwarves are out there. 
uh, mostly snoring away. You see one sitting. Um, your boat has that like kind of almost front crow's nest up at the bow of the ship. There's that little area for somebody to stand. Cool. Um, where the, you could have like a like a vantage point. Yeah, I was saying, yeah. what do you have? What's that thing called on the front of the boat? Um, prow. Stern. That's like on the prow. That's like a usually like a little statue. Masthead. Effigy. Yeah, masthead. Is it masthead? Is that the word? Is you sure. traditionally like a mermaid? Yeah. Crow's nest. <laughs> I was like, I know. He's I'll just go up there and like do my best mermaid pose on the front of the boat. Uh, but you see there is one dwarf sitting there. Oh, okay. Kind of watching out. Cool, cool, um, cool. So you climb up to the crow's nest? Yeah. Alrighty. How long do you plan on staying up there? What time of night would you say it is now? For, like midnight? I what? mean, the, the moon has moved quite a ways through the sky. Which moon is it? You don't see more slub tonight. Okay. It's man slub. Because I'm also away from that one. <laughs> um, I will stay for three hours. Okay. So is that enough time? I don't know if that's enough time. That, that's, that's a, a solid watch. Them, right? So normally, like especially with a party of four, you'd all take like a two-hour watch. Right. So I yeah. Think three's yeah. good. Okay. Especially since you're gonna sleep for most of it, probably. Yeah. Also, probably. since we already have a crow's nest, can we please stop calling it a crow's nest? It's very confusing. Uh, that should be the watchtower. All okay. Right. All right. Going to the watchtower. All right. The one on the island or the one on our boat? Exactly. Thanks, JB. <laughs> I'm on our boat watchtower. All right, the good. Boat tower. What? Okay, I'm what up there the for signal three hours. tower. It's not called the watchtower. Oh, all right. All right, so you go up to the watchtower on the boat. Sure. The and, watch nest. And what does Nina do while she's up there? I'm gonna watch. So I assume like half the boat is facing water. And the other half of the boat was facing land. So I'm going to position myself so that I am. You'd be like along with the river. So like the, the whole boat was like parallel to the shore. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to be facing the shore. Oh, you meant like hot dog half. Yes. Not hamburger half. <laughs> All right. God, some people listening are going to be like, what are they, what talking, are they talking about? about? How do you fold your paper like a hot dog or a hamburger? Uh, so but the, the dwarf that's up front is just kind of standing uh, every, you know, looking every which way kind okay. of thing. So are you watching the dwarf or are you watching around? So I'm going to do that thing like when you're driving, right? Where you like scan the horizon and then you go like closer and then like you go far out and then you get, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I think so. Are so you I'm going to be like looking out towards land and then I'm going to check on the dwarves. And I'm going to go back out to looking at the land. And then the door. I'm going to alternate. Okay. So I'm not going to stare at one dwarf for three hours. <laughs> well, I, I, just, I need to know. Sounds like a horrible watch. All right. So make a perception check. Or a very sexy dwarf. Interesting. <laughs> right. Watching the water. That dwarf. Three success levels. All right. So while you, after like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, you're not entirely sure. You're getting real tired. Obviously, middle of the night. Yep. The dwarf is hasn't done anything different the whole time. They're standing there. They're holding like an axe lightly in their two hands uh, just in case. Um, and just kind of scanning the area. Uh, and you are kind of doing the same thing. Checking the dwarf. Checking the, the land you said specifically. Oh my god, what? Why? What? You, didn't, you never said you were going to watch the river. What? Oh my god, I hate She you. says she was hot-dogging. 
You know you get both sides on a hot dog. So while you were watching the land, you at one point swear. How many do you have? Three degrees of success. Yes, I do. You swear you see like a hunched figure dart around the outside of the tower before it disappears into a shadow. Wait, the outside of the boat tower or the outside the of signal the, tower. the signal tower? <laughs> There's not a tower on your boat. You climb up the mast. <laughs> don't act like you know anything about boats. Yeah. I don't want to give JB the satisfaction. <laughs> he got the satisfaction. He doesn't need it from you. <laughs> I satisfy myself. Every and I, night. And I helped. <laughs> Damn, cut that out. I'm not flying on it. Now I gotta fight JB. <laughs> now it's gonna be a real tough decision when I get to that while editing. Do I actually cut that out or not? Because it's pretty out. funny. It's gold. It's comic gold. So we see a hunched figure go around the watchtower. You the see it tower. like come out from one of the sides, and then it kind of you see it dart about a little bit, and then it disappears back in shadows, and you can't see it anymore. Can I discern with my incredible uh, number of success levels? Can I discern like the relative size? Like, the, is this? It like look like human size, okay, but not like dwarf sized. It was hunched, so maybe I don't okay. know. You can you can tell if it's hunched or dwarf tall. Okay, but so I'm gonna like try to like discreetly call down to the dwarves on watch. I'm gonna be like. <laughs> and the, it, he looks up at you immediately like just what is that noise he he's wait the what? dwarf on watch yeah okay just because like out of nowhere this bird from up above but he knew you were up there so okay i'm glad you know it was me i saw a figure uh i'm not actually a bird it is i mean a fisher uh i saw a, a hunched <laughs> figure around the, the tower the not the boat tower the signal tower oh uh, well go check it out then well, you are on watch. I am just watching you. We hired you to take care of the problem. Go see what it is. I'm not going by myself. Are you crazy? Get the rest of you manlings. Do you know what happens when we split our party? People get shot in the back. Well, I wouldn't expect you to go by yourself. Get the other ones. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. That's really freaky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go down and I'm going to try to wake these roustabouts. Uh, make an easy agility test. What are you doing right now? Don't let my birds out. You better pass this test. Oh my God. Wait, I got it. I got this. I got this. Hang on. 40, easy three, plus 40. Easy. Yes. Oh, I passed. Oh, A okay. six, success level. I was like, Mina has good agility too, I thought. Yeah, she does. It's like 43. Like, isn't it even better after the jitters? Didn't you get plus five? Yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah, I expected. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was going to have one just fly out from that. Whether she dodges oh. the bird on the way out. <laughs> I, I wanted to make you nervous though. <laughs> I honestly thought she was going to fall from the watchtower. That's what I thought it was going to do. I was like, you son. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. No, you can climb down. That's fine. Uh, so you get back in the crow's nest yeah. without letting any of the birds out. Okay. Um, excuse me, friends. Hello. <laughs> Is that me talking? <laughs> Cut this out. Excuse me, friends. <laughs> uh, Bruno. Ah. We must go. I have seen something on my watch. I'm going to wake was Lucky and Carl too. Was it food? No, it was a, a, a hunched figure. In the, the land tower. So a dwarf. No, I don't know. We have to go see. Lucky. <sighs> Carl. 
Well, if it if it's hunched, it's probably not a ghost because they don't they don't suffer from physical ailments like a like a sore back. Yes, and they have no need to um uh, have low self esteem and oh poor me, they could stand upright and I will snatch you from your bed. Yes, I turn you. I believe a fish. ghosts are very powerful. I think. Yes. So what did you see exactly? I saw a hunched figure come out from the tower and go back in. And the dwarf said, you go check it out because we hired you to fix the problem. Well, if they hired you to do that, then you need to go do that. They hired all of us. I'm a laborer. <laughs> I don't think that this is within my purview. Also, uh, my cuddle duck has had a very long day. <laughs> We should really probably get some sleep. Okay, well, you two come with me then. We will go and fix this problem and we will get our five gold. Well, I don't I don't want to be here. Alone. I'll go. You won't be alone. The ducks will be there with you. There's and... only one duck, Carl. <laughs> you, well, I, I mean, I'm not like a bird expert. There's kind of some different ducks out there. That's that's fair. All right. If you want to bring the duck, you can. I am going to bring the duck. Okay. We must uh, get leashes or something for your birds. One almost got out. I had to close the door quickly. When well, I, I don't it. care about those other birds now that I have this duck. Oh, okay. I, I prefer if they stayed around, but I like this duck a lot. Cool. Can we eat the birds that you summon? Like, uh, just as a question. No, like, Bruno not that was I planning want on to. that just as soon as Lucky's back was turned. I'm sure Bruno had that um, idea. Are you <laughs> Sylvester the cat now? Like... <laughs> They, yes, so they are, when I summon things like that, it's just an animal from the area somewhere. Oh, okay. So That's yes. really cool. Neat. They just get displaced to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Lucky doesn't actually know that. Imagine. No. Just nope. imagine this duck is like swimming along and like, and then it's like in this guy's hands. <laughs> yeah. Coming out of a pocket. Yeah. yeah. You, oh, so, so you have to pull it out of something. That's the best right. part is it is like a rabbit out of a hat thing. So, so, so the duck is just like, Floating along in the water, and then this hand comes out of the water and just snatches <laughs> the shower, and it right. comes out of my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> dry wet duck. Pocket no, duck. dry. Ducks gonna get wet anyway. Yeah, pocket duck. All right, let's go check this out. What does that look for? Ducks don't get wet. I think I could get a duck wet. Hot. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Alrighty, so I'm going to direct your attention to our foundry module for you guys Skirt. exploring this. Oh tower so we know exactly where everybody is Ooh, look at that just because there might be some important things here like enemies not necessarily within, within. this tower <laughs> was there a death on the right <laughs> not yet it was close i don't know yeah we saw that rat guy right oh yeah i think rat that was guy. it that was it that, that was, was the that, only one that was the death on the right yep the singular one that mm -hmm. was still on the bogan oh, God. Oh. whatever <laughs> I think Carl almost killed Bruno last up or a couple episodes ago on the Reich. Accurate. Mm. Uh, so I just realized I haven't I really not literally, but realized I haven't really uh, described this tower too much at this point. Just saying there was a tower here. Um, so the tower it looks kind of strange in that it's clearly the, this dark stone, smooth surface tower for a few stories. Uh, and then the top part of it for like two more stories up is this like wood scaffolding with a landing platform and then the actual mirror and signal at the very top. There's going to be good uh, 
60, 80 feet high. The tower, the base of the tower here is about 30 yards across where it's stone. And you see the, um, there is a set of stairs leading up to like what would be the second story where there is a wooden door. Okay. Next to the tower, uh, if towards the shore is a small building, um, that's clearly where the dwarves have been working from. Um, something looks relatively new, newly built, um, and it has all kinds of tools and things. And there's a fire, like a forge in there, what they're using to build this tower. And there's a set of, they're, 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 there's like stone steps from this door for little ways. And then they just kind of stop. So they're continued with wooden stairs looping around the outside of the tower. Cool. Cool beans. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's duck these guys up. Mother ducker. As soon as you summoned the duck, I was like, there's going to be a lot of duck jokes. Yep. Yes. So right, what in. do you do? Hello Kitty. Just so you're going to head up the stairs to the door on the second floor? Hang on. Bruno, perhaps you should have your... Oh, I do. Ready. Is it loaded? Yeah. I think it's always loaded. I want to say it's always loaded. Much to our horror. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that... It, Mina doesn't know the difference, so she's like, oh, wow, you are always prepared. But well, I'm look horrified. Yeah. I think last we said that Mina had the blunderbuss, but at some point, Bruno just like kind of swipes it when yeah. Mina's not looking. I don't know. Right. Yeah, you would certainly be allowed to like carry it. Um, yes, yeah, so I think that you should have that ready so that if when we encounter someone, you could... All right. And like maybe scare them I or kill. Totally them. will. Um, Either but one, I'm know. a little bit scared of ghosts, so I'm going to stay in the back of the group. <laughs> well, no, we have already determined it's not a ghost. It's not a ghost because it's hunched. Ghosts do not hunch. All right, so I'll protect the back of the group um, and uh, make sure nobody sneaks but up behind us. But how will you shoot the person, the culprit, if you are I'll, in the back, if you are behind all of us? So I'll yell duck. Over? Mm, only Lucky <laughs> has the duck. I so that's not confusing at all. I am, I am going to just ask uh, as politely as possible that you do not uh, discharge your firearm um, around my duck because it could scare the duck away. That's why I'm going to use yell duck first so that it'll know that I'm going to discharge the firearm so okay. that it's not scared. All right, I'm still not super comfortable with this, but okay, let's 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 do this. Why do you guys sound so nervous? Oh, I don't know. Just our general history with you. Because literally this morning, Dan was like, so have you rolled up your second character for when Mina dies? Oh, boy. There was a lull in the conversation. I was trying to make conversation. Yeah. A lull in the, there's never a lull in the conversation with me, babe. It's often accurate. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll go first. All right. So you guys are all going to head up the steps. What's our <gasps> marching order here? Just told you. Well, I Mina's first. Go up second. Yeah, maybe Carl should go ahead of Mina. Lucky will go third. So Bruno is taking up the rear. <laughs> Alrighty, so Mina gonna head in that door? I've got my sword out. I've got my shield up. I'm All ready. Right. Fortunately, I do not have a pocket full of dried fruits for this ghost, but... Mina, did... Is this where you think you saw enter and leave? Is this where I think I saw enter and leave? It was on the ground where you saw it. So then what are we doing up here? This is the entrance to the tower. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I saw it on the ground, but I suspect perhaps it has gone into the tower. Oh. 
I, I forget, were the dwarves sleeping inside the tower at night? Ooh, yes. Uh, I don't believe you asked. I don't believe we asked. So I guess let's be super careful because he might be like dropping hammers and stuff because that's what they were all complaining about. Yeah. Mm. They said they did seem to be plagued by bad luck. Yeah. So I mean, you head in yes. and you see inside is a single room. So roughly 30 yards in diameter. And in the center of the room is a ladder leading up to the wooden structure above. The, and the wooden structure, so I should clarify, um, the first two levels that look like the would be the first two stories of the tower are complete stone. Mm -hmm. um, you're in the second level here. The third level up, the stone is kind of fallen away and it's not a completely closed structure. Um, and you, this ladder leads up to that level, um, which you could see from outside um, and then another level above that was where the lantern, the, the mirror was. And again, that was not enclosed. You could see it from below. You could, you didn't see any figures up on those levels. Okay. The mirror's still intact? As far as you can tell. Okay, all right. But you come in here and you see there's a wooden floor. You've got um, just kind of general things about um, directly across. So the, the door inside the this tower is on the eastern side. It's circular here. On the western side, you see a large fireplace with an iron shutter. Uh, you see like a, a chest. You see uh, a few bedrolls that have clearly recently been used. Um, you see there's a big uh, like kind of like a shelf that's blocking part of the room. I still have uh, darkened and there's some barrels. You see like a bench, uh, just kind of random things. Clearly, the dwarves have been using this place as kind of a uh, almost like lounge area. You would imagine this is kind of what it seems like. They're just clearly been not living in this area, but spending time in here. Cool. As they're working above. Hmm. All right, I go over to the western area that you just had shaded, and what do I see? All right, so you see uh, the rest of that large fireplace, um, you know, definitely enough to keep this whole level warm. Uh, and then you see a couple more windows. Uh, you see a few windows that are more like arrow slits. Uh, there's two to the north and then two to the northwest. Okay. None in any of the other walls. Cool. All right, I suppose... It's time to ascend the ladder. Okay. Uh, I see Bruno has entered the room as well. I was assuming that we would all enter after Mina, but uh, if nobody else in front of Bruno goes in. I, uh, I'll go in before Bruno. Okay. okay good. Bruno fires oh. the gun into the air to get people to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mina, you want to ascend the ladder? Yes. Alrighty. So you climb on up. It It's not rickety in the least. Uh, this is all. dwarven made, uh, so you can climb on up absolutely no problem to this level above. And here you see there's a few there's more tools laying around. Um, this is just kind of another not laying around, but they're they're placed clearly in places where they should be. Um, and this tower here is just another landing. Uh, you, there's really nothing else of note here. Uh, there you see this the stone of the tower continues about three quarters of this level, but it has fallen away who knows how long ago from cool. what purpose. And then you see there's another level above you where the mirror is, you know, is where the mirror is. Uh, are there any windows on this level? Uh, there would be, there's a couple windows in the, the part that is still standing. Yes. Do any of them face our boat? 
No, the open area does. So you can you can clearly see the boat from here. Do I still see the dwarves on watch? Make a average perception check. Uh, nope. Uh, it's too far, too dark. You can't quite tell. Okay. Too fark. Too fark. Mother farker. Here's Mina doesn't know this. Danny, who's married to bad GM, knows this. Those two dwarves are going to go missing. We're on watch because now we're out here. And we left them on the boat alone. I, I feel like we've made it very clear to not give him any ideas. No, ever. but he always follows the book. We should just have a group chat. That we should. Where we can discuss. No, Dan allowed. You don't have that yet? No. <laughs> can we make that on the Discord and have everybody in it except for Dan? Absolutely. Like, even all of our patrons. Oh, we got to put Dagna and MCR in there. Yeah. And yep. Bastion. Yep. They would love that. Ugh. I don't like that idea. But so there's nothing. It's the four of you, there. sure. Not the rest of them. <laughs> they might. They might give you spoilers. They wouldn't. Do that. Or they I might give they you would. spoilers of yeah. what we're planning on doing. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't want that. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So there's nothing here. Nothing really. out of the nothing that seems out of the ordinary. Okay. You're no engineer, but it looks like things are look to be in order. All right. Just once again, to clarify, you saw something leave the tower and then go back in. I saw some crouched figure around the tower. Around the tower. Yes. All right. Hard to tell exactly where it was. If you don't even know, like, did it go in front of the tower when it disappeared in shadow? Did it go behind it? You're not really sure yeah. exactly. It was kind of far and dark. Maybe we just ask it. Crouch figure. Are you in the tower? Uh, does anybody else travel up the ladder with Mina? I would like to explore down here on this first level. Yeah, same. See if there's like... A trapdoor um, or something. Yeah. Trapdoors oh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's a great Secret idea. Secret bookcases. Oh. Or like yeah. any of those pictures with the eye holes cut out. Oh. Ooh. Or like a safe with 200 gold in it. Do they have <laughs> right. one of those here? Not, I mean, there was a trunk. Oh. Ooh, see? That's not a very you should, safe place. You but should go check out that trunk. All right. I'm going to see if there's any junk in that trunk. I was just about to say that. Yes. <laughs> So yeah. Bruno goes to investigate the trunk. What are Lucky and Carl doing? So we'll say Bruno's doing this the same time Mina is upstairs. Yes, please. Yeah. Carl's going to be kind of like half looking out the windows to see if there's anything outside and half watching Bruno to make sure that he doesn't do anything too unethical. <laughs> Seems like a very good decision. Um, I'm going to move a little bit uh, closer to the ladder that Mina went up. I don't necessarily want to be like under directly the ladder because in case, you know, like a spooky ghost drops a hammer or something or like paint cans onto a rope. I don't want to like get hit with them, <laughs> but I do want to be with like within the general vicinity to like look up and see like if Mina's is OK. OK, so while you look up the ladder to see if Mina is OK, a paint can on a rope comes down. That'd be so good. Oh, everybody. Or an iron. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, and iron and iron. <laughs> they just meant iron. Um, everybody make a difficult perception check. Yes. No. Oh. 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 Oh, no. Uh, zero degrees. Of success or failure? Of success. Okay. Bruno? Uh, zero degrees of failure. Okay. Mina? 
Uh, four degrees or four failure levels. Okay, Carl. Uh, Carl had one level of failure. All right, so you guys are all busy doing what you're doing. That makes sense. Lucky, you happen to hear the door you guys came in close. I look over at the door. You spin around, and I need you to make a cool check. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Two degrees of success. What is that? All right, you see this horrendous looking creature just leap at you. Oh, God. Ah! From the door. And it is this hunched figure with claws. It is uh, essentially naked. It has kind of greenish tinge to its skin. It, ha- it looks like it used to have hair. Most of it's fallen out. It has like sharpened teeth and it slashes at you with its claws. I don't like that at all. <laughs> um, oh and I will, uh, Because you made your uh, perception check. Uh-huh. I'm going to let this be an opposed test. Okay. Uh, how would you like to react as it? Slashes at you with nasty claws. Oh, with my uh, quarterstaff, obviously. You'll try to... Uh, very cool. To melee pole arm it, you know? Right, cue the battle music. I'm going to give it an advantage because it essentially charged at you. So I believe... So even if it's a plus zero, mm-hmm. that counts as a success, right? Because I rolled under my stat? Right. Yes. Okay, so with the defensive trait, that would turn it into a... A plus uh, one success level. Okay. Okay. Cool. I got seven success levels. Oh my gosh! Screw you! <laughs> How? So again, he he so gives it's only you that plus high. six. Uh, so Lucky is going to get hit in the left leg. It slashes at your leg uh-huh. and deals what I say plus six, fourteen yes. damage. Don't forget toughness and armor. Oh, thank gosh! Yeah, armor. That's a thing. Um, <laughs> all right. Is this uh, actually how much you said 14? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is this actually the picture of the uh the creature that uh what I have on fa- so those that are watching the video, the the image that's on Foundry is straight out of the rule book. Oh my of gosh. This creature. Let's yeah, th- this thing is uh real quick. Bestial, right? It's horrifying. It, it kinda is hunched over like uh a bassist of an early two thousands uh metal rap band. Oh. Yes. Right. So I would like to make a quick reaction here Uh, before you do. Uh, I'm not done with that attack yet. Uh, (laughs) You need to make a difficult. I believe it's endurance. Okay. Yes. Make a difficult endurance test. I rolled a two. Hell yeah. So difficult is minus 10. So that's three success levels. All right. So you just get slashed with claws. What's your reaction here? Uh, Hey, guys, there's a thing here. And then I throw the duck in his face. <laughs> I thought you left the duck in the... No! Oh, you had the, the duck with I had you. the duck with me. He was uh, very specific that he was bringing the duck. <laughs> I do believe that makes it Carl's turn. Carl has the higher initiative still, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so yeah. Carl's up. And Carl sees something nasty, and he's going to instinctively charge at it with his boat hook. Uh, So we'll say for for those not watching the video to make this as clear as we can, Lucky's standing pretty much right near the center of this circle, and this creature charged from the east. Uh, So Lucky is kind of between this thing, and Carl and Bruno are roughly, let's see, two, four, six, eight, ten-ish yards to the west, and Mina is up the ladder. I'm up the ladder. But obviously, hear all this happening. 
So, Carl, you can charge up to your run distance, correct? Yeah, and that's uh, 16. So that means you can go up to 16 spaces, which you've got plenty. Can you move Carl's uh, token? I sure can. Sweet. All right, so you'll get... Oh, the, the creature gains one advantage for doing wounds. So Carl will... You're going to punch it, I assume? Uh, no, I'm going at it with the boat hook. Oh, nice. I, I'm not. I'm not brawling with something this nasty. <laughs> Preach, bro. It's nasty. Uh, uh, and so I've got plus plus one advantage for charging. Yep. Looks oh good. well. Hmm. That was a seventy, though. Uh, I mean, there's dark gods you can besiege. There's probably a fortune point. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and fortune point this bad boy. A good idea. We're ganging up, right, too, so he has a plus 20. You do have a plus... Yeah, we've been doing that wrong. It is plus 20 because yeah. you are outnumbering it. All right. Well, um, I rolled a three there, so that's very good. That's really good. Heck uh, yeah. So five, so five for melee basic, six for charging, eight for um, outnumbering. Up. Yeah, so that's eight success levels. That feels like a pretty good attack. That's pretty good. What is the skill uh, value you are testing on? Uh, I am Because I also got eight success levels. Oh, my God. Uh, my, me- my melee basic's just a 53. I've got a feeling this thing is better than me. Uh-oh. It does successfully block your boat hook. Right, but he was distracted by a duck. <laughs> Wasn't your turn yet. Uh, listen. Your reaction was to yell. Uh, you can't throw a duck as a reaction. I didn't throw it. I released it. <laughs> Uh, so you charge at this thing and it's able to kind of deflect the boat hook out of the way at the last second with these long dripping claws. And that brings Man, us know. to Mina. What's that? I don't know if I'm going to get better than eight success. Right? Like, <laughs> I didn't get anything there. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was that. Uh, whew, that was a little crazy. All this right. This thing already having two advantages kind of huge. Um, I am going to descend the ladder. Okay. We'll say that'll take your move. And then can I attack this guy? Can I charge it from the bottom of the Yeah, can she just drop down like a superhero and stab this thing? I like will let dragoon? you make an athletics test too. Before you roll, let me okay. like right. fully explain. Okay. Um, I would let you just j- jump down if you want. You are dropping like a full story-ish. So if you pass it, I'll let you move into contact with it. If you fail... I'm going to die because I'm going to be, be falling five yeah. feet. No, um, <laughs> it'll be you can kind of lower yourself down. It won't be that far. So it's I won't not, get so, hurt. The doors are building this. It's not really high up. Right. Right. So if I fail, I'm not going to get hurt. We'll see if you fail with three degrees of success or fewer, you'll that'll just kind of end your turn. If you fail with four degrees of success, then I'll have to roll or damage. fewer, you'll fall prone. Okay. And end your turn. But if I just go down the ladder, that's my movement, and then I get an action? If you go down the ladder, but you won't be within range of the ghoul. So if you pass the athletics test, you can be... Ooh, I said its name on accident. You can be... You'll have an advantage of being able to get into contact with it right away. (sighs) Now that I know it's a ghoul, I really don't want to get in contact with it. I didn't say anything. (laughs) I heard... Danny, you got to... You got to risk it for that biscuit. I'm going to risk it for this frisky biscuit. Um, Yeah, I'm going to do the athletics check. Okie dokie. 
Got any fortune? Sounds like not good. Oh no, what I knock over? Alright, there we go. Um, so I made it with zero success levels, but I did use a fortune point on that. Alright, so you passed it, so you can uh, move, so you are also in contact with this thing. Awesome. Alright, that makes our I, gang up like plus 30, right? I think it, I'm, I'm trying to find that right now, what ganging up 3 to 1 is. I, I think believe it's just plus, plus 10 40. for every battle. Oh, wow. That would be sweet. 2 to 1 is plus 20. 3 to 1 is plus 40. Yes. Oh, that's great. Okay. I can attack? Yes. All right. I'm not going to have a count as a charge, though. That's You're going to kill us all, aren't you? Around <laughs> <laughs> has Bruno been reading, has JB been reading the uh, blast rules there? Uh, yeah, so blast hits everything within the range. Please don't so, shoot us. Oh my god. So literally this thing is it has two if we're talking in squares to its left below it and then like to the southwest uh, it is almost it's half surrounded and then Bruno's about 10 yards away. He could just blast everybody. Uh, but you do get plus 40 to this weapon skill check I assume to try to stab it. Mina. Yes. Alright oh so god. it's gonna try I mean, to block. Luckily he's invulnerable when he's blasted. Accurate. We need it. We need it. Damage here so badly. I, I have four success levels. Uh, let me see. I uh, actually I had one more advantage from last time because I successfully Only beat four? Carl with a plus forty. Uh, he. I mean, got, I would have passed regardless, but with zero success levels. Yeah. I also have four success. You levels. could beseech the dark gods. I'm not gonna do that. Why not? What are you why? could spend a fortune point to increase the success levels by one. I don't have any more fortune. Oh no. Um, so let me make sure I'm doing my math right here. Yeah, I have four success levels as well, and I'm pretty sure my weapon skill is higher than yours. I don't believe you. <laughs> can I beseech the dark gods to improve by one? You can beseech the dark gods to re-roll. Oh, what if I roll worse? I mean, it's I already mean? not a success. That's true. You have nothing to lose here outside of one corruption. All right. Would oh, Mina... I forgot to say, it is also holding a bone in one hand. Okay. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. Uh, Reroll it. Yep. Taking a corruption. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Kata. All right. So... better? Yes. Uh-oh. So now I have six success levels. All right. Six. Okay. So you beat me by two. Yep. So, so that's two plus my strength bonus makes it five plus the sword is nine. Nine. Alrighty. And I uh, sucked 12. It's so. clearly not wearing any armor, so you don't have to worry about where it hits exactly until we get to criticals. Okay. Um, how much did you say you did? Nine? Yes. All right. So subtract that and then that. Okay. So you do. Where, so where'd you hit it just for flavor? In the. Th- 3443 right arm. All right, so you slash it across the arm. It tries to get that tibia up in the way to block it, and you just kind of, with all the practicing. Using a tibia. That's just the bone it has in its hand. Why wouldn't it use a femur? Because that's what it's got. Okay, I'm just asking. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. You don't know what kind of bone it is. It's <laughs> holding a long bone in its hand. Uh, and you managed to, because of the, all the practicing you've been doing on the boat lately, you're able to get yeah. your sword around it and you slash it across its shoulder, and it's just like. <laughs> Yes. Now, for Mina, the whole like taking a corruption point, she's kind of assuming that everything that she doesn't really know or understand is probably chaos. And that's kind of like her big like antithesis, whatever. Big words. I mean, nobody's tried to identify it yet, so. 
I was that players might know because I accidentally said it, but lucky, uh, I forgot. On your turn, you need to make a separate easy endurance test. Okay. Now. Okay. From your turn, from when you were attacked, this was supposed to happen. I'm sorry. Oh, fudge. Thank gosh, it was easy. All right. Uh, no success levels, but a success. Okay. Uh, I believe that's it for Mina. So yes. that goes to Bruno. You did do damage to it, so it does lose its three advantage. Which yeah, it does. Oh, that's I massive. I get an advantage. Yes. And you gain an advantage. Yeah. Bruno, what are you doing? <laughs> are you helping me or them? I'm. I want to <laughs> yell up. Wait, do I, wanna... just, do I not get a turn or? Oh, did I forget you? You should have gone before Mina. Yeah. I yeah. thought you went. No, no he, you were just defending, and attack, I get confused yeah. with opposed roles sometimes. My bad. I'll have you go now. Sorry, Bruno, not yet. Sorry, Dan was cheating. Oh, thank don't, God. No, don't break up the group. <laughs> I, I, I like, like the spacing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I see the book? And No, why? Because I need to look up a bunch of things. Um, also, oh, yeah, I don't care which one it is. All these books here. Okay. Books and books and books and I'll books. I'll throw the book at them. So... The, the other question is, what are the the rules for, like, I know, like, can I spend a full action to get away? If I spend a just a move action to try to get away, it's, like, not as good? No, to get away without me just basically making a tap of opportunity, for, for lack of a better term, you have to spend advantage, you have to have more advantage than your opponent, which... We both have zero. Currently have zero. Right. Each have zero, yes. Okay. You can attempt to... There is something, I think you can like make an athletics test to try to get away. All right, disengaging page 165. Um, and while while you're looking that up, is there any attacks of opportunity for casting a spell in melee? No. Uh, so you can use dodge. If you have lower or equal advantage to your opponents and do not or do not wish to spend advantage, you are pinned in place. If you wish to escape, you will need to use your action to make an opposed dodge slash uh, or melee test. Oppose dodge to my melee test. If you succeed, you gain an advantage and you can use your move to go anywhere you wish using the normal rules. If you fail, each opponent defeating you gains plus one advantage and makes it impossible for you to escape without a blow to your back. So you can try to dodge away, but if you fail, I gain an advantage. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We are gonna spend a resilience and we are going to cast uh, a spell that I've never really been able to get off correctly. Cool. Uh, steal life. Cool. So we're going to roll an 11, and that's what I'm spending the resilience for, to critically cast this. Because I have instinctive diction, it's not going to create a minor miscast. Boo. Uh, it, for the critical effect, because I'm rolling an 11 on this, um, I am going to choose it to cause a critical wound. Because I chose an 11... It's going to hit the left arm, I guess. Oh, critical wounds, you roll again to see where Oh, it I is. roll again. Okay. Uh, so how, so this, is this a magic missile technically or no? It is a magic missile. It okay. ignores armor. Okay. Um, it's damage plus six that ignores armor points and inflicts one fatigue condition. Okay. Um, That's a lot of stuff. Okay. So I'm fatigued. Yep. So I have minus 10 to all tests. Uh, so it's a 50. So I rolled a 58. Do I flip that to see where it no. hits or is it just. Okay, so it hits it in the body. Okay. And I take a critical wound to the body. Yes. Uh, so let's do. Does the critical wound happen before damage? Mm-hmm. Oh, it does? Yes. Okay. If you do a critical wound, it happens immediately and then you resolve the rest of the attack. Gotcha. So roll me one more D100. Is it the body? Mm hmm. Uh, 44. All right. 
And because I'm not below my toughness, or not my toughness yeah, below minus zero, 20 minus it, 20 to it, yeah. You said 44? Mm-hmm. 24. Low blow. I have to take an endurance test or suffer some stunned conditions. Ooh. Uh, which he promptly fails with a 96. So oh he, it is has, suffers from three stunned conditions. Oh Where was gosh. that rolling? He's like, I have eight <laughs> success levels. I rolled okay. a four my first attack against Lucky, and then when Carl charged in, I rolled a six. So, bro, I did forget something against Lucky. I'm a little annoyed about, but it's way too late now. Too bad, can't go back. Okay, so now you do your damage. So now I plus do my six. You said, yep. So plus six, so it does ten damage plus extinct addiction, so it does eleven damage. Okay. Um. And you got one more thing on this bad boy. No. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I heal damage equal to the wounds I, I deal. Oh, dope. Uh, so what? you you dealt seven damage. Furthermore, like it suffered seven wounds. Okay. It suffered seven, so I heal seven. That's crazy good. That's yes. Incredible. You yeah. actually got it to work. Dang. I mean, I have to burn resilience to do that, but oh yeah, thank you, JB. Yeah. <laughs> Still, really, really good turn. And it's fatigued now, so it's taking minus one on every or minus two oh, on every. Oh, and it has three stun conditions. I can take no action or move, and cannot defend myself in opposed tests. Plus twenty to hit against me uh, for the first opponent. At the end of the round, you lose all. S- oh, that's surprised. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, that's brutal. Uh, I am incapable of taking an action on my turn, and can only use my move action to stagger at half my normal movement. Also suffer negative 10 per stun condition to all tests. So he's at so a minus 40 right currently now? Currently at minus 40 to all tests. Yes! yes. All right! Yeah, this is pretty much over. Okay, um, MVP! Let's see. I can defend myself with opposed tests. Any opponent trying to strike me in combat gains plus one advantage before rolling the attack. At the end of each round, you may attempt a dramatic endurance test. If successful, remove a stun condition with each success level removing an extra stun condition. All right. So wow. can it make a tax of opportunity if I try to leave now? I don't think so. All right. I'm Van Moosen. I can't make an action. I would say no, because I can't make an action. So I, I would yeah. say I can't make a reaction either. TFO. Okay, so I'm going Jeez. to get right away. No, don't was... break the uh, box. Please don't, don't break the ice. Us. Please don't shoot us. No, you guys were all in a perfect box for my uh, blast radius. <laughs> uh, so what's so? How far can I move each one of these squares? Is is a movement? Is yeah, it's a yard. Yeah, yeah. You can move four squares. That would be eight yards. Net. Uh, See, now you're out of my blast range. And I get right away. How funny would it be if all this time, 53 episodes later, Bruno was actually some like crazy, like chaos cultist, whatever, <laughs> like putting on a show and like. I think he is. He just doesn't know it. Right. <laughs> He's certainly an agent of chaos. I am Maybe an not agent to ruin his powers. Yeah. He's but. been waiting for this to, you know, kill all of us and take the boat and all our money. I could have just pushed you into that like eye of. Zinch or whatever. Yeah, yeah true. It's the wild card. Right. Even more than <laughs> lucky in ways. Card. <laughs> Accurate. All right. So it is actually Bruno's turn oh, now that we uh, did luckies. My man. That's okay. That's okay. It worked out. 
actually worked yeah. out in your favor because if you had done that before, Mina wouldn't have had plus 40 to hit and she wouldn't have hit the ghoul. Mm. What do you mean? She would have had even more. Yeah, I wouldn't have had to use a fortune point. You would have been at negative 40 for his roll. Oh, that's right. I forgot about all that. Wow, you should, <laughs> you should give me a fortune point back. Nah. <laughs> I mean, to be, she would have succeeded on that had you actually remembered and given me my turn when I should have That's had it. That's true. The opposed tests always get me confused that you're rolling and I think you had a turn. Yeah. So, so not only should she have done four more damage, she wouldn't have had to have spent the uh, fortune point. Bruno, you're up. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will run up. Um my full movement, which is four. All right. So I'll move up four squares uh, so that I'm uh, just behind the group and I will yell duck. Oh, my God. Oh, and uh, Lucky moves straight north away from everything. Oh, yes. Yep. Right. Um, so I'm going to move uh, as close as I can. Yell duck and point my blunderbuss at this and monstrosity. Blam! Uh I'll, no, because I want to wait till people actually duck. Oh, I hurt my throat. Um, what are you rolling then? <laughs> but can I roll like to see what this thing is to give us? Yeah, a, make a um, intelligent. Well, let's do. Um, is that just something we can do or is that an action? I have no idea how that works in this game. No, that doesn't take an action or anything. I don't believe. Oh. Uh, what kind of lures do you have? I have. You ready for this? Lore Reichland. Well, you have advances in Lore Reichland because we've no. done this wrong for a long time. Nope. Okay. Nope. I don't. I have it written down my sheet. I feel like I should tell everybody to take at least one advance in Lore Reichland. I have three from that like initial thing that we can. I think you're the only one. Yeah. Anything else? Is that it? That is all. I make a hard intelligence check to see if you have any idea what this could be. Hard. Uh, Eighty-seven says not so much, boss. Uh, you think it's probably in the goblin. Oh, all right. Shoot this thing in the face. Um, do Carl and I have an opportunity to duck before he just starts blasting? I'm going to hold my shot. He said he wasn't actually shooting it yet, which. Okay. Right. I'm on the verge. I'm ready to blast. I just need people to like, you know, get out of the range. Of, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, that is. My turn. Very Good cool. Sir. All right. Back to me. Uh, so I'm a little upset with myself. I forgot to do one thing when I first attacked Lucky. I'm not going to forget this time. Who's the juicier target, though? Ah, oh, he's stunned. Can you do anything? Yeah. Oh, I'm stunned. Yeah, you are. That's dumb. Stunned three, yeah? I'm incapable of taking an action. So can oh. you explain? Making a dramatic endurance test. To what? layman like me, right? What the difference is between the ghouls in this game, and then ghouls in maybe Pathfinder? Not much, no. Oh. They're basically the same. Oh. Cool. But like You can be grabbed by either of these ghoulies. Correct. But since Fairly that low ghoulies. blow hit them in the uh <clears throat> So so ghouls in Warhammer are a people that they're Characters don't know this, but I sucked the life out of his. Guy. I forgot about that. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So characters don't know this, but ghouls are undead creatures that used to be people um, that basically became cannibals. All right, not to be them. a spoil sport, but would life drain work on an undead? As far as I know, it doesn't have. Un, uh, being undead doesn't affect that. 
I don't believe. All right, you suck the life right out. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because there used to be rules where ghouls that weren't really undead back in other editions of. I do remember that. Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. The way the that. spell says is just you heal wounds equal to the wounds that you right. <laughs> Wizard. So just says the undead are neither living nor dead, meaning they are not reliant on the usual prerequisites for life, air, food, water. Okay. This trait most commonly comes into use when spells, miracles, or other abilities affect undead only. So unless a spell says it doesn't affect undead or or something to that effect, no. then it does not. I'm a master of the death. I mean, so you, if you realize this is something that's undead, you would really be against it if you're actually a, a death wizard. They hate undead. Oh, they do they? break the cycle of life and death. Oh. Fortunately, you're only a pretend wizard. And none of us know. Yeah. Right. So it's not like we're quizzing you. Right. Oh. This goblin. Never mind. doesn't actually have the undead trait. Maybe that's what... Uh, so ghouls are... I thought they changed that in Warhammer lore where ghouls were actually undead. I think in the fantasy battles game, they just gave it the undead trait for balance issues. Mm. Uh, but it, it's not actually undead. Because I seem to remember something about ghouls being like just really depraved humans that yeah. eat flesh. Yeah, that's oh, basically oh, what it down. is. Yeah, it's, it's just been rad. warped by like death magics. Like winds of death magic have warped it, but not it's not actually undead itself. Yeah, his so, balls got warped by death magic. <laughs> I have to take that back. <laughs> um, so we are going to swing with our wicked claws. And I think it's going to try to Wait, didn't slash. It, did it pass its? I keep. It's done. I want to attack so bad. You can't. Endurance. Stop cheating. That's cocked. Uh, it fails. Yes. So it doesn't do anything this turn. I think it can move, but I'm not going to move away just so you can get free hits. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I endurance can definitely is good, but not that good. See this thing with like both hands on its knees, just taking a breather. I'm like, <laughs> one minute, one moment. Just one. Ah! All right, Carl. It's at minus 40 all tests, so finish it off. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, and I've got like a plus 40 from, oh no, only a plus 20 for surrounding now. Yes. Yep. I'm going to try to, I can do an opposed test. I rolled another six. It's not going to be enough. That's two degrees of success. Yeah, I had four degrees of, or I had four success levels. With your bow hook, right? Yes. So how much? So, so the difference of two plus four is six plus my strength bonus Gets you to 10. All right. So uh, what? Where'd you hit it? In the left arm. So your boat hook crashes into this thing's arm and just continues on like into its body and it just crumples to the ground and stops moving. Get it, Carl. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> and we will be out of initiative. At this point, everybody other than Bruno can make a hard intelligence check. Lucky you can make it a hard Lord Reichlin check. Nope. Well, an 83 isn't going to help anything. No. Nobody made it? Nope. So you have no idea what this thing is. It just burst out from the door and attacked Lucky, and then you just pummeled it to death. I am really annoyed. I forgot. It. I meant to do it, but I got all confused with the opposed stuff. When it attacked you, it should have also had a bite attack after its regular attack. Oh, yeah. Yikes. And then, like, if you if you had failed that first endurance test you made, you would have been paralyzed. 
Mm. And then the second one was it has the infected creature trait, so you would have had a festering wound if you had failed that easy wow. endurance. That doesn't so right. it could be nasty. And it had a weapon skill of 60. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it was pretty wow. nasty, but that steel life was huge, and Mina getting a solid hit on it was great. So um, I'd like to heal myself. That's cool. Thank you, Dark Gods. <laughs> <laughs> Which you shouldn't have needed. Right. 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 I shouldn't have needed that. Um, we are going to see how well Lucky heals himself. And right now you can figure out about this tower next time. I'm keeping that roll. <laughs> <laughs> Killed my ghoul. Where's the duck? Shot him in, a, in the dick. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for role-playing entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of perilous lore, where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. 